Zion Hill family, the wait is over. We are excited to welcome back our youth choir. We have a single focus for our youth, and that is to teach them the word and train them to war. Rehearsals have resumed and are being held Saturdays at 10 a.m. We encourage parents and youth to get back into the mix. It's time to go to work. A big shout out goes to the LSUA basketball team. They will be worshiping with us today at our 10 a.m. service. Let's wrap our arms around them and give them a great big Zion Hill welcome. At this time, we would like to acknowledge all of those celebrating wedding anniversaries and birthdays for the month of December. Happy anniversary and happy birthday to you all. If you want to become a member of the Zion Hill Church family, meet Pastor Dara and his lovely wife at the altar after the benediction. Or you can go to our church website and join by clicking the eChurch tab. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to partner with us in spreading the gospel all over this world, be sure that you give as you exit the sanctuary. For all of our online viewers, you may scan the QR code on the screen, text to give to 73256. That's 73256 and enter ZHFAMILY followed by the money or the dollar sign or go to the giving tab on the church website. If this is your first time worshiping with us, we welcome you with the love of Jesus. We truly appreciate you taking the time to worship with us on today. Please be sure you sign in at our greeter station at the end of the service located in our lobby. And as a special thank you, we have a special gift just for you. be doing the prayer and we pray that everybody have heard the announcement that went forth and that once again we want to welcome our first time visitors with us and we thank you for coming and being led to the house of Zion here where grace and mercy can be found along with truth of the word of God and don't forget if you're watching online that you can hit the like button it's the share button as well as the prescribe button so let's go to the Lord in prayer Good morning, Abba, Father God. Good morning, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Ghost. For truly, this is a brand new day with brand new mercy that you have allowed us to see. It was nothing that we did that was so good and so righteous that, you, that we had to be here. But because of your grace and your mercy, you saw fit to allow our lives to roll on a little while longer. And Lord, for that, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. Oh, Father God, we thank you, Father God. We showed up, Father God, this morning because we want to be a part of what you're doing today, Father God. Father God, we showed up this morning to Zion Hill family and online viewers because, Lord God, we have a hunger and a thirst after the things of holiness and righteousness, the things of God, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, we come praying for it, asking you and thanking you for being the God of another chance, thanking you for brand new mercy with benefits, Father God, forgiveness and for healing and for deliverance and for strength. Your grace is sufficient, Father God. Oh, Father God, we know you the reason for the season. You the reason for the season. 
Help us and bless us to be a blessing to somebody else as well, Father God, to lead them and, and turn them to you, Father God. Turn them to you. For truly the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few, Father God. We pray for the angel of the house, the under-shepherd, Father God. Continue to strengthen him and use him and bless his family, Father God, with the blessing that you see they stand in need of, Lord God. Just help and have mercy, Father God. Oh, Father God, we love you so much. We love you, Father God. We love you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We can do nothing without you. We can do nothing without you, Lord. Whatever you're doing today, don't do it without us. In Jesus' name, we pray and ask. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we stand on our feet and give God some praise this morning? If you're home, we invite you to join with us in praise and worship our King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus. We love to call your name. It's a bit we cannot explain. That happens when we proclaim your great name, your great name. Yes. Say it's something. Come on, you know the song, sing it with us. That happens when we proclaim. Say your great name. Your great name. Say King Jesus. Come on, say no other name. Say King Jesus. That none stronger. We can call on you, Jesus. Hey, when we call on your name. Now everybody clap like, come on, we want to celebrate the name of Jesus. Hey, we love to call your name. It's something we cannot explain. That happens when we proclaim your great name. Say, say your great name. No other name. Say, that none stronger and we can call on you yeah 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 when we call on your name come on sing it again everybody King Jesus hey 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 yeah we can call on you changes when we call power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name. You know there's power. Say it. There is power. I'm gonna say it. So much power in the name. We wanna celebrate you this entire world. So much power in the name. And if you know, say it.
say be all glory be all glory and honor This is a good time to show who he is because it's giving time. It's tithes and offering time. Glory, hallelujah. So this is, the, this is the time in the service where everybody can truly show what he means to you. 
how much he means to you. All right, praise God. Again, my name is Minister Clarence Smith. If you've been blessed by this, I want to share this with our online listeners. If you've been blessed by this ministry, we encourage you to give because we know giving is receiving. And to our online viewers, you may scan QR code on, your, on the screen or text to giving. Text to give to 73256 and enter ZH family dollar sign or go to the giving tab on the church website and most of all don't forget to hit the like button the share or the subscribe button let's go to the lord in prayer we ask the usher to come forward as well lord god we thank you for this time of giving father god for truly your words say father god you give us help to get to get prosperity father god and we, we thank you for it, Father God, for truly you wake us up to go to these jobs, Lord God. You, wake, you woke us up even to come to church this morning and give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Father God. So, Father God, we owe you. Father God, I thought this morning while I was at work this morning, I say, Lord, I thank you, Father God, for, for blessing me to be able to to give and to have and even to be able to go to church this morning, Father God, because I hate missing church. I hate missing coming to your house, Father God, to be with the saints, Father God. So, Father God, just bless the givers, Father God, and continue, Father God, making a way for us so that whoever don't have, they, they will have to give. And let us remember, Father God, that this time you're the reason for the season, Father God. And let us be a blessing to think of somebody else besides ourselves, Father God. We pray for the widows, the orphan, and the homeless. And the bereaved, Father God. Oh, Father God, if we ever needed prayer, we ever needed help, we ever needed you, Father God, it's truly right now, Father God. We have to give to spread the gospel. And we thank you for what our pastor is doing here. We thank you for Zion Hill is good ground, Lord God. We thank him for, the, for being a visionary, Lord God. Continue blessing him, Father God, for we know this is good ground. And we pray, Father God, that you will continue using him. And help, help us to get in line and be a part of what you're doing here and through him in Zion Hill. In Jesus' name we pray and ask, amen.
God for our choir one more time. What a blessing. We say good morning to every one of you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Uh, please permit me to mention to all of you parents on December the 11th, we want all of our young people to come out to church uh, and learn about the use of social media and the law. Uh, we have one of our own, Sister Francesca, Francesca Phoenix, who has been gracious enough to connect us with the district attorney in Cardo Parish. He's a brother and he's offering to come and help us with our young people for free. At his time, at his expense, he made it very clear he would not dare charge the church. As you may have known about your pastor, these are the kind of things I want for our young people, not just party over here, party over there, because none of that is profitable for living. I want our young people to grow up to be a success story. In one area, the enemy is attacking young people is in the use of social media. And not only is it attacking them uh, emotionally, but they're getting in trouble with the law. So this brother, his full-time job is to prosecute and lock them up. So, but since he's one of us, he wanted to come and help our young people so they won't get in trouble. So mark your calendar. The date is December the 11th. It's going to be in the movie theater in our Family Life Center. Uh, we will offer two sessions. There's one at 9 a.m. And then for those young people who are having choir rehearsal, we offer a second session after they finish choir rehearsal. So please make yourself available and please help your children. We don't want to see them on TV. Um, so uh, we are grateful to all of you who are looking out for young people in terms of constructive future. Not just having fun and having a good life. So we appreciate every parent and we look forward to see all our young people in the house. Amen. Uh, please don't forget 10 a.m. this morning we're going to be having the LSUA basketball team. So they're going to be here to worship with us. If any of you want to seek, stick around, to make them feel at home, 
will appreciate that. Uh, and thanks to all of you who are in our hospitality ministry. Uh, we feed these people, we cook, we clean. There's a lot of work going on in the background. So we are grateful for all these precious volunteers that are helping to make things happen. Amen. Now I'm going to invite you to stand with me as we read the word of God. Turn with me to the book of St. Luke, chapter 2, verse 13 through verse 14. Thank you, praise worship team and choir folks. Let me encourage all of you to pay attention. I'm going to be teaching simple Bible principle that we all need for our survival. I'm going to be teaching about praise. Just because you sing doesn't mean you know how to praise. Just because you've been in the choir since 1904 has nothing to do with knowing how to worship or how to praise God. It's just like prayer. You can pray, but Pastor James say, we pray, we ask amiss. So it's not what we do. I can preach the gospel and still burn in hell. And that's something. So we need men and women of God that will have the courage to teach the word of God. It's profitable to your soul. So that's why we call this a word church. The book is St. Luke chapter 2. We're going to read verse 13. And verse 14. The Bible says, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts. Guess what they're doing? They are praising God. And then they tell us the lyric of their praise. In verse 14, the words of their music is glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards all men. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for the word of God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. I need your understanding. I need your help. I need your wisdom. The church is full of good people trying to serve God. But many times we don't know how to. Help our understanding. Give us the grace to understand your heart. Help us, oh God, to do better from the pulpit to the pews, 
never arrived in our understanding. We are all under construction. Give us the humility to learn, to grow, to mature in Christ. Change our heart. Help us to be a better person for your glory. And we'll be careful to give you the glory and give you the honor and give you the praise in Jesus' name. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, Get Your Praise On. Get Your Praise On. Let me say up front that because we are now in the season of Christmas, by permission of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to begin teaching a series of lessons today and throughout this season. Principles, doctrines that we can learn from the season of Christmas. One thing I love about Christmas is that there are so many biblical sound doctrines. I know we get distracted doing every other thing. Um, We want to put on lights. We want to give gifts to each other. Not so much to Jesus. We are so busy with our own little traditions. But in the midst of that, thank God for grace and mercy. So we can still learn some things that will help all of us to be profitable. There are many principles from Christmas stories that we can learn. Say, for example, it was a season of prophecy. You remember how prophet Isaiah says, for unto us a child is born, a son is given, that's, that's prophetic. This whole season, you can learn a lot about how prophecy works. Another thing we can learn during this season is the principle of holiness. Because the young girl that was chosen to carry baby Jesus, she was not the only girl in town. There's a reason why she was chosen among everybody else. Holiness is a serious principle that has nothing to do with buying you a card or sending me a card. Another principle that we can learn during Christmas is about prayer. There were people who were praying during this season for the coming of the Messiah. A lot of powerful doctrines that we can learn during this season. Another thing is what we call the doctrine of 
the presence of God. The Bible says, call his name Emmanuel, which shall mean God is with us. So there's a lot of valuable principles and lessons, but we often missed it because we are consumed with all these other dramas. So my plan is to take each Sunday to take one of those principles at a time and teach not only this church, but this community and people that are listening far and near. So one of those principles at Christmas is praise. And that's what I'm going to be working on today. The goal, of course, is to ensure that we not only enjoy all the candies and cookies or whatever, but we mature as children of God during this season. You may want to ask the question, where is praise during Christmas? Well, I just read it to your hearing. The Bible said the angel, talking about Gabriel, he showed up in the scene and of course, a bunch of heavenly hosts. And the Bible told them what they were doing during Christmas. They were praising God. So you, praise is at the center of Christmas. And they even tell you the words of their song. So you will not have to guess. Ladies and gentlemen, it's obvious that praise is one of the principles that one needs to understand during the season of Christmas. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, just about every church that I know of, that you know of, they attempt to praise God. I don't know of any church that don't sing or dance or, or do something. So everybody is trying to praise God, but the question is, are we praising God the way God wants to be praised? And you don't have to look too far. All you need to do is Look at the results. So you can grade yourself in Christian living. The Bible talks about by their fruits, you will know them. The Bible even takes the time to tell you what will happen when you have true praise in the house. What will happen when you have true praise in your life? In my life, even Ray Charles will be able to see the fruit. You cannot praise God and lose. It's impossible. So what we need to learn is to help one another to understand how to properly praise God. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please take note that understanding of anything is very important. Great success in life, great victories in life, great invention in life is a result of understanding. This is so important that the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. You see, get wisdom. Don't get clearer than that. Then it goes further to say, in all of your getting, get understanding. So we must make sure that we understand what we are doing. The problem is that too many of us, too many churches, many pastors, leaders, we are trying to praise God with no understanding. That's the problem. And some people get offended, but we are not surprised because the Bible said the gospel is offensive. So I am not in the business of pleasing you. I am in the business of declaring what thus says the Lord. And you get a chance to judge what we preach to you by the scriptures. And you got a copy. So there's no room for offense. Are you still here? Open your Bible to the book of Psalms, chapter 47, verse number 7. The Bible made it clear why your praise is no praise unless it's done with understanding. I didn't write the book. Psalms 47, verse 7 says, God is the king of all the earth. Am I still in the book? Then it goes on to say, Sing ye praise with what? Bingo. So it's not enough just to be praising God. God said you must do it with understanding. You must worship with understanding. You must pray. Isn't it amazing how every church on this planet Earth pray? Even non-Christians pray. The Hindus, the Buddhists, the Muslims pray. Every denomination pray. What is often missing, Pastor James said, we pray amiss. That's where understanding becomes critical. If your praise is done every Sunday, every day, without understanding, guess what? You're basically entertaining yourself. 
And I love you too much to leave you with entertainment. Because entertainment will not help any of us. I've tried it myself. It's not profitable. The problem with the body of Christ today, too much entertainment. It don't matter the denomination. We have got in the business of ministering to ourselves instead of ministering to God. And part of the challenge is lack of understanding. And many times the ministers of the gospel, men and women, they don't teach this subject of praise correctly. So, and if you learn wrong, then you do what you learn. So, that's part of the challenge. And the main thing you need to watch out for, brothers and sisters, is not to confuse thanksgiving with praise or praise with worship. So because of wrong teaching, so we lump everything together. Amen. That's how we end up praying a means, singing a means, praising God a means, worshiping God a means. And then we wonder if God has gone to sleep or if God is still there. So let's start out by simply defining what praise is about. We're going to keep it very simple. Historically, what most of our forefathers and pastors and leaders have been teaching us is that praise is your way of responding to acts of God in your life. Wrong. That's the way we are raised. That's the way you raised. That's the way I'm raised. All of us were brought up. The preachers or whoever is teaching us, when God do something good for you, then you praise him. God give you a promotion, you praise him. You got a new car, oh, praise God. In fact, we are so ingrained in that limited teaching to the point that you can literally come to any church and see who just got married, who just got a house, who just got a job, because then they get their praise on. This is, I've been there myself. I grew up in the same situation. But thank God for understanding. Our response to the acts of God in our life is what the Bible calls thanksgiving. I believe I say that again. When God does something good in your life, 
God expects you to thank him. And if you really think about it, not only God expecting that, you expect the same thing. If you give somebody a ride, you just, it's a natural instinct. When they get out of your car, you want them to say thank you. If you allow them to stay in your apartment for a few days and it's time to leave, not only do you want your apartment cleaned, you want them to say thank you. So what we often call praise is really an act of thanksgiving. For example, you thank God for what he's done in your life. Example, if you close your eyes last night and you got up this morning and you're able to open your eyes, guess what you need to do? Lord, I thank you. If when you get up this morning, you move your arm, your arm is still moving, you move your leg, Your leg is still kicking. You say, hey, glory. Thank you. You've been a good God. You have food on your table. Guess what you need to do? Thank him. You got clothes to wear. Guess what you need to do? Thank you. I had to do that this month. It's a new suit. Amen. God is good. My son bought it for himself. And he bought the wrong size. Hallelujah. Thank you. Every day ought to be a day of thanksgiving. Am I right about it? But don't confuse that with praise. That's why I'm taking my time this morning to make sure we understand. Ladies and gentlemen, thanksgiving, therefore, is appreciating God for what he has done. You remember David was doing that in the book of Psalms 103, beginning from verse number one. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, bless the Lord, my soul. Don't forget all of his benefits. And then he began to make a list of what God has done. He forgive it all our iniquities. Can I have an amen? He healed us of all of our disease. Do I have an amen? He satisfied our mouth with good things. Do I have an amen? 
Our youth is renewed. Like an eagle. Do I have a witness in the house? So, so thanking God is not a complicated thing. We just need to not confuse one with the other. We thank God for what he has done. Amen. So we praise God for who he is. Huge difference. Not what he did for you, but who he is. And that is so critical. I could close my book on this because the Bible spent pages after pages after pages showing you a man that if you learn to praise God for who he is, then he begins to intervene in your life. And then you, you plant crops, crop turns grain. You get into business, your business blossoms. Everything you touch. So the reason why we don't see that much result is because we are confusing praise with worship or sometimes praise with thanksgiving. The goal is to make sure we do the, the word of God so we can get the results. Praise, ladies and gentlemen, is a platform through which you make things happen. Thanksgiving is a platform through which you thank God for what has happened. Then imagine if you spend the whole year thanking God for what has happened. He did this for you. He brought you out of hospital. He saved you from the accident. Praise God. It's good to thank God for what he's done. But when are you going to begin to make things happen in your life? And you look at the life of most praiser, they have so much need. That's what happens to me. I'm, I'm looking for results, fruits, and I didn't see it. See, I'm so transparent. I don't mind letting you know why Christians are struggling. And yet they shout every Sunday. But they park their car in Thanksgiving and never move to praise. Ladies and gentlemen, praise therefore has become the most neglected principle in the house of God. Even though every Sunday they're shouting, they're singing, they're jumping, they run, they dance. Praise is the most neglected item in the body of Christ. The good news is that we have, we have learned to thank God. And that's a good thing. Every day should be a day of thanksgiving. Because God has been good to us. 
But now I am challenging all of us to move higher. When you go into the school system, you start with K1, K2. At some point, you got to move higher. You cannot stay in the same class forever. Thanksgiving is about what God has done, what has happened. Praise is about who he is. And when you recognize and celebrate who he is, then he begins to make things happen in your life. <coughs> so we are teaching about true praise. I hear God say, everything we've been waiting for this whole year, for a turnaround, if we will start to praise him today, within the next 30 days, we'll begin to see real results. Not a year, not months, within the next 30 days. So as I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to my own self. Ain't no shame in my game. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. True, true praise we turn situation around. The Holy Spirit remind me over and over again, you have too many people that are attempting to praise God and there's no turnaround in their lives. You see, have you not read the word of God? True, true praise will turn around situation. True praise will turn around circumstance. True praise will turn around you and me condition. What we need is to create an atmosphere of praise. And the Holy Spirit began to walk me through the word of God. I cried for my own sake. He said, have you considered my, my man, Jehoshaphat? Second Chronicles chapter 20. You all know this story. The enemies gang up on him. Am I still in the book? God said you would not need to fight this battle. The battle is not yours. All you need is to praise him. Get Judah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I almost slapped my own self. Where have I been? Over and over again, he proved that a presser never gets stuck in the elevator of life. They start to sing. The Lord is good. His mercy endureth forever. The Lord is good. His mercy endureth forever. And you know what happened? The Bible said, as they praise God, God take over. 
You see what, what, what praise does? You begin to celebrate who he is. And then he begins to take over your body. True praise never, never lost anybody. You can do your own self-examination. If you see yourself losing, then you're not praising. And also, be careful that you don't get distracted. That's what happened to me, you know. My family always say, why you put yourself down? I say, if that will help somebody. The secret of the growth of this church. One word. Praise. I remember year after year, I would get me Sally as I sing the same song. I tell the choir, I'm not in prayer. Sister, come up here. Sing. This battle is not yours. I got that from Jehoshaphat. All he needed to do was to praise God. And every battle was won. Not few of them. Everybody. God has not changed. Today I decree in the precious name of Jesus. Every mockery in your life. Every mockery in my life. God will turn it around. You will become the envy of this world. Isaac soared in the midst of famine. In the midst of pandemic. And he went home with a hundredfold return. We are not supposed to be affected by all this mess, inflation, and the price of meat, the price of gasoline. And then we become lukewarm like the rest of them. Humboldt was so blessed, the Bible said, he became the envy of the world. Use your, your praise as a weapon to provoke divine intervention. Hallelujah. Let me hurry up. You remember in the book of Psalm 67, verse 5 and 6, the Bible says, let the people praise God. The Bible says, let all the people praise God. Then the next verse tells you what will happen. It said the earth will do what? Will yield its increase. When you begin to celebrate God for who he is, heaven will intervene in your affairs and the earth will begin to yield its increase. So praise him for what you want God to do in your life. What's in the praise? 
when you begin to praise God for who he is, one benefit is his presence. I wish I had time to get into this. Psalms 22 verse 3 lets you know God inhabits his prayer. In other words, if you're looking for God, guess where you're going to find him? In your praise. Ladies and gentlemen, God's presence will make a difference in your life. God's presence will make a difference in your circumstance. God's presence will make a difference in your condition. If you don't believe me, remember the people of Israel. When they left Egypt land, one thing they had was the presence of God. They didn't have no money. They didn't have no job. They didn't have no 401k, 402bck. But one thing they had, the presence of God. And then see what the presence of God does for them. Look at the book of Psalms 114, verse number 3. Because they had the presence of God, the Red Sea saw them coming. The Bible said, Red Sea. How can you be a praiser and still be struggling? It's impossible. It's impossible. Praise will bring you the presence of God. Not an angel of God, the presence. God himself inhabits the praises of his people. You keep on reading that scripture, that same verse, verse 3. It says, Jordan. You remember how we say, roll, Jordan, roll. It was a very active river. But when he saw the presence of God, he backed off. Every devil trying to mess with your children, they got to back off. Well, you're a praiser. I am sick and tired of Mickey Mouse religion. It's time for us to rise up and shine. It's time for us to take over the land. You are able to go and possess that land. Can you read? Keep on reading. Look at the next verse, verse number four. Because they had the presence of God. By the way, you know how they had the presence of God? Hallelujah. I wish I had more time to get deep in the word of God. They didn't have no piano. They had no bass guitar. They had no drums, no keyboard. All they had was a tambourine. And one woman, ah, help me, Holy Ghost. One single woman. Three million people, that's right, son. That little instrument. Three million people. And they start singing. And they start dancing. But because they were praising God, the presence of God was there. And no devil could stop them. No water. The Red Sea saw them coming. Oh, no. I can't take it. Jordan saw them coming. Jordan, back up. 
The Bible says in verse 4, mountains. Saw them coming. Mountains leveled up. For 40 years, not one of them was sick. They had no doctor appointment. They had no hospital visit. For 40 years, the clothes on their back never wear out. I'm talking about true praise. God is fixing to do some things. We're going to go back to what has worked for us. Ladies and gentlemen, when you invoke the presence of God, every red sea in your life got to back up. So today in the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare every Jordan that is roaring, they've got to back up. In the name of Jesus. Every Red Sea. You've been trying to move forward. You, you have dreams. You have visions. So do I. I'm sick and tired of just going round and round in circles. Stagnation is not the heart of God for a child of God. Let's begin to truly praise him. And today I decree and declare by faith. Every Red Sea. Get out of the way. In the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth, shout amen. amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you see the same thing in the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verse 20. The people of God were before Jericho. Am I still in the book? And guess what? Jericho was fortified with thick walls. Nobody can get in. Nobody can get out. Oh, I wish I have time to preach. I've been in that situation. Can get in, can get out. I find myself just buckled up. But God, your prayers will open up every closed door. Ah, hey, Jesus, help me. I don't know what wall of Jericho you, is standing before you, but the Bible says when the trumpets blow the trumpet, the priest, and when the people of God shouted, oh, I believe in God for a child that can shout. I am sick and tired of quiet churches, dead churches, Dry, dead, do nothing churches. Having a form of godliness, denying the power of God. Church, it's time to shout. If you believe in God for a miracle, you ought to shout. If you believe in God for a miracle, you ought to shout. God is believing God for a child that will shout. And when they shouted, the walls began to come tumbling down. Every wall in your life. Every wall in this pulpit, every wall in this church, it must come down in Jesus' name. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. We don't serve a dead God. He's the same yesterday.
yesterday. He's the same today. He will always be the same. Remember Paul and Silas in Philippian jail. I have to help somebody today. They prayed and nothing happened. Yes, I said it. They prayed. Nothing happened. Yes, I said it. But when they start to praise God, oh, you see, when you pray, you got to go through some angels. You remember the story of Daniel. And you, the, the angel, they go file on you. They try to figure out. But when you praise God, you don't need no angel. God himself should. In the midst of your praise. At midnight, when they start to sing, the Bible says the earth begins to shake. The building begins to shake. The Bible says shackles were broken. I don't know what shackle is trying to tie you down, but I decree freedom in this house. Freedom in your life. Freedom in my life. Freedom in your home. Freedom on your job. Freedom in your business. Freedom in your ministry. The Bible says all shackles were broken. The next thing you know, all the doors were open. That same God is your God. He wants to free every one of your children. He wants to free every one of your, your loved ones. He wants to free you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. The Bible said, when the things begin to shake, freedom showed up. Am I still in the book? So today in the precious name of Jesus Christ, I decree and declare, your struggling days are over. If you receive that shout, amen. Whatever represents any concern in my life, in your life, we put an end to it today in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we made whole. The Bible says in Psalm 24, lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting door. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. He wants to fight your battle. He wants to fight my battle. He did it before he can do it again. What we need to do is to start to give him the praise. I don't know about you, but you know that God is good God. Ain't nobody have to crank your shots to give him the praise. Amen, somebody. When you know that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture, nobody have to wait on any worship team on any preacher before you praise him. When you know that you know he woke you up this morning, nobody has to touch you and say it's time to praise God. Do you know 
happened if it has not been for the Lord? Who was on your side? You would have been swallowed up. So don't let the situation of this world knock you out. So today I say to somebody, just look at somebody next to you and say, neighbor, oh my mule. I'm fixing to praise God right now. Come on, tell him like you mean it. Say, neighbor, call my mule. I tell you, I thank God. Melissa Rubens be helping me out. Charlie William be helping me out. Sally Berry be helping me out. Nathan Willie, a bunch of people be helping me out. I hear the Lord say, it's time for you to have your own self. Nobody knows like you know what God has done for you. So begin to thank him. Say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my car. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my ministry. Thank you for my job. Because you are wonderful. Bless you because you are marvelous. Bless you because you are faithful. Bless you because you are everlasting. Everlasting God. Guess what will come down? Oh, he is a woman. Give him the glory. God save you. I said, Did God save you? Give him the praise. Did he heal your body? Give him the praise. Did he deliver you when you are sick? Give him the praise. Let everything, let everything that has Christ praise the Lord. Thirty seconds. Just suppress him right now.
this thought. The Bible says only the living can praise God. Did you hear what I said? Only the living can praise God. Some of the questions must be asked. Who is living? The Bible said in 1 John chapter 5, anyone who accepts the Son of God is living. The Bible also said anyone who has not accepted the Son of God, he is dead. And the Bible, by the way, make sure you check it out. 1 John chapter 5, verse number 12. So if God said only the living can praise him, let me ask anyone under the sound of my voice, are you alive? And the test of whether you are dead or alive is whether or not you have accepted Jesus. So I'm going to invite somebody today. If you would like to accept Jesus Christ, because if you are not a living, you cannot praise him. And if you don't praise him, you cannot act, attract his presence. And if you don't have his presence, then you are limited in miracles. So I want to appeal to everyone. If you are here today and you say, Brother Pastor, I want to be sure that I am one of the living. As the choir begin to sing, I'm going to invite you to come forward here. And then there are some of us, and I've been there, I know what it is to be, to be living and then backslide. If you are here today and you say, I want to recommit my life. I don't want to be half living. I want to be fully alive. So that my praise will not just be emotional. Because only the living can praise God. So if you're here today, and maybe you're live streaming, you can dial the number on that screen and ask somebody to pray with you. But if you're here today and you're looking for a church home, I'm going to invite you to come forward. If you're here today and you say, I get it, only the living can praise him. I want to accept him as my Lord and my Savior. Come forward. If you're here today and you say, Brother Pastor, I just want to do better for myself. Just need prayer. I need somebody to pray with me. This is what for this prayer is coming. Let's give the Lord God a cup of
thank you, Lord God. We praise you, O oh God. For, Lord God, you are worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, O oh God, you are worthy. Oh God, you are worthy because you are God. And besides you, there is no other. There is none like you, oh God. There is no God like Jehovah. Oh God, you are our God. You cause us, oh God, to run through a troop, to leap over a wall. Oh God, we say thank you and we praise you, oh God. We praise you for your mighty acts, oh God. We praise you for your mighty works, oh God. Lord God, we praise you because you are our healer. We praise you, oh God, because you are a deliverer. Oh God, we praise you because you are a way maker. Oh Lord God, we praise you because you are a burden bearer and you are a heavy load sharer. Oh Lord God, we praise you. We praise you, Lord God, because you are the lily in the valley. We praise you, oh God, because you are the bright and morning star. Oh God, somebody needs some light this morning to shed on a dark situation. And Lord God, you are that light. You are the light of the world. And we thank you, Lord God. Oh God, we praise you because you are our heavenly father. We praise you, Lord God, because you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross that we may have a right to the tree of life. You sent your son to shed the blood, oh God, to shed his blood for the remission of our sins. Lord God, we praise you. We praise you, Lord God. If we had 10,000 tongues, oh God, we will praise you with every one of them, oh God. We will praise you, Lord God, with the fruit of our lips. We will praise you, oh God, with clapping in our hands. We will praise you, oh God, with dancing in our feet. We will praise you, oh God, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Praise you, oh God. We praise you, Father God. Now, Lord God, bless this your people, oh God. Oh God, bless them, oh God, for every need, oh God. I say bless you, Lord God. Lord, we pray that you bless them, oh God. You say that, oh God, you will bless the desires of our heart. Bless every desire, oh God. Oh God, I pray that every desire aligns with your word. We thank you, oh God. Heavenly Father, bless the man of God. Replenish him, refill him, oh God. Give him a fresh anointing, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, I thank you, Lord God, that every need is met, oh God, that no one will walk in lack. For Lord God, you are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. And we thank you, Lord God. Heavenly Father, this is the day that you have made. And we're going to rejoice. And we're going to be glad in you, oh God. We're going to praise you, oh God. We're going to shout hallelujah to your name. We're going to shout hallelujah to your name. We're going to boast of the Lord, who is the rock of our salvation. And we thank you. We praise you. We give you all the honor. 
We give you all the praise, oh God, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, let the church shout amen. Shout amen. Give it a loud shout amen. From the rooftop, shout amen. Hallelujah and be blessed. Glory to God. That concludes our service. If you are here today and you want to become a part of the body of Christ right here at Zion Hill, meet the pastor and his lovely wife at the altar. And if you're live streaming with us on today, go to our church website and click the membership tab. Thank you so much and be blessed. May the Lord bless each of you and may the Lord keep you is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.